Are you listening? Damn. Uh. Yeah. Uh. Welcome to another amazing episode of Boss Talks. And look, we have, it's a special occasion for those of you that are on the podcast and not YouTube. Uh, maybe you should go over and look at us on YouTube because today you'd be seeing that Christine is actually here in the flesh. Yes, look, we can touch each other. That's right. That sounded really weird. (laughs) That's really weird. Anyway, um, look, we are going to be speaking today about something that is, I actually was the backbone of building my business. It, It actually follows on from what we were even speaking about last week. You know, we had a great, great podcast around sales and selling without the sleaze and you know one of the things that you can do to build your business is to create you know great people saying great things about you and the way that you do that is to offer absolute top-notch customer service and this sort of came around by Christine actually receiving some not so great customer service and we've all been there where you're just like gosh I'm not I'm not coming back to this place. And what we would love from you is for you to come back as well. Come back to our our podcast. And we want to go one more step. We want you to pay the fee. And that is when you find value from this or maybe you're going to receive some terrible customer service in the future and maybe they should listen to this podcast. (laughs) Maybe that's the way you give them the gift. But when you find value from this podcast, share it. because. That's how we get the word out. We're not running Facebook ads. This is word of mouth. And we want you to be the boss of your life. And having been great to people and having a great customer service and being on mission is how you do it. It's how you take the reins of your own life. So, Christine, did you know that 20% of completely 100% satisfied customers are looking to go somewhere else? And did you know that there's a statistic saying that 74% of people that leave your company and your service and what it is that you do or stop buying your product, it's actually the the number one reason is that they think that you don't care. Mm -hmm. So just those statistics alone and, you know, some of the strategies we're going to share later is going to help you like effectively put that to bed, hopefully. (laughs) Like that, that's crazy. Like, could you imagine like you think that there's people out there that are, um, so happy with you and yet they're still looking to go somewhere else. What do you think about that? Well, I was baffled when you first said this, but the more I thought about it, the more it makes sense because we're living in a really weird time where people, they love variety. They love the latest and greatest and next best thing. So I think that's a wake up call for anyone that's in business to really keep leveling up your customer care, to change it up to make it difference. And, and this is something that um, I've really worked on over the years, having um, different businesses as well, is making sure I'm not doing the same thing all the time. So it's not predictable all the time. It's predictable enough that people know a, a certain standard to expect from you, but mix it up a little bit, you know? So um, I'll give you a couple examples, Joel. Um, in, my, in one of my businesses, so I'll send um, like a handwritten note when they first um, start. Then I'll send random text messages like inspirational quotes, or maybe it's just something to say, hey, 
um, you know, you're awesome. Just was just thinking of you today. Just wanted to let you know you're awesome. Um, it could be like a little gift if they've been with you for six months or 12 months, like an anniversary gift. You know, there's so many little things that you can do um, to make someone's day. You have so many opportunities and it goes, it, people might, might not like the whole customer care side of things. They might find it's a bit boring, but this is how we raise the vibration of the planet, doing kind acts of service for people and customer care is massive people want to know how much you care and and joel just gave you those statistics like that that's crazy that even satisfied people are still looking to go somewhere else so you could be doing an incredible job with your customer care and 20 percent of them are still looking to to go with a competitor like crazy crazy stats <clears throat> yeah it's it's bizarre and you know like we can look at our own behavior you know something that's really funny is that we have like a double standard. Yes. We have a standard for what we do in our business for our customers. And then also what we expect from like people that are uh, providing service, you know, like, so it's like, it's, it's, it's weird. So like when you like, it's so funny when you look at social media, you might be marketing in a certain way on social media, but then when you jump on social media, are you, are you acting, acting like, the way you're marketing, mm. like the, the way you're actually marketing your business. Are you, you know, marketing to the people that are like with your habits, yes. if you know what I mean? So it's like, it's, it's crazy. But what, um, like wh when was the last time you had like crazy, amazing, uh, customer service? Like, do, does that, does there any time that, that came to mind? Yeah. So there's a, there's a couple actually. And, um, I did mention one of them actually on last week's podcast that this, um, girl in this retail shop gave me incredible customer care, customer service, because I walked in there saying, look, I don't like shopping. This is what I want. And, um, I got a voucher to spend, like, can you just bring the stuff to me? And she was like, yep, for sure. So she went and got it, like all these different kind of things off the shelf for the description of clothing that I wanted. And she was so honest and open with me about what looked good and what didn't look good. And we were in agreement with what looked and we're like, nah, spots, nah, that doesn't look good. You know, and she would go, nah, that's no good, Christine. That's not what you're looking for. Let's try something else. And it was that honesty and integrity and that level of service that she gave me that day that I'm loyal to that shop because of that girl. Now she's gone on to a whole different career and, um, but I still go back to that shop because of that service. Now I haven't had the same level of service, um, that that girl delivered. Um, but I've had close to it, you know, and I think, um, I don't want to mention the shop, but that shop has made thousands of dollars from me simply by that one staff member um, going above and beyond and meeting my needs, not her KPIs, not her needs. She was there and she was present and she met my needs that day and she solved my problems. I needed this, this, and this, and she, she was the solution to my problems. And that's just one area in the retail, but I, I love to eat out, Joel. You know me, I know you love it too. We love looking for great restaurants and on the Gold Coast here, there's an incredible restaurant. Am I allowed to say the name? Go for it. I don't hideaway. I love Hideaway. Hey, all the Gold Coasters out there. If you haven't been to Hideaway, get to Hideaway. Um, and Joel's going Joel's to share an amazing stat with you um, soon. But I go back to Hideaway all the time because I know what to expect when it comes to their food. They have a very high standard 
of um, you know what they deliver every single time. And whenever we have guests that used to come and stay with us when we lived on the Gold Coast, we always took them to Hideaway because it was the same level of service and the same standard of food every single time. Never had a bad meal there. And the staff, one in particular, Taylor, I don't know if you'll ever listen to this Boss Talks podcast, but if he's, if he's listening, Taylor knows who I am. He knows what I like to drink. He knows where we love to sit. He knows that, you know, um, I'm not a, a vegan or a vegetarian when I go to his shop. I'm, I can eat the meat stuff because it's so good. It's the one time that I, you know, not, not um, you know, too restrictive with my diet. But he just knows how to deliver incredible customer service. And that's why we keep going back because they meet our expectations and often exceed it every single time. So they're so, probably two. So it's great like that you mentioned that. And what came up for me listening to that is that if like multiple staff in, in an organization are giving you tremendous levels of service, that would indicate to me that it's coming from the top. You've got a great, like, so there's a lot of places that would, like I actually went to a, a, lo, a reasonably local gym and uh, the way the, the sign-up process actually, like I'm a pretty calm guy these days, but I actually was getting pretty annoyed. And because that what they said when the agreement was, when they were explaining to me and what they were doing were two different things. And this guy that was the manager came out and, um, you know, was helping <laughs> in inverted commas and this you know this young girl basically he blamed her mm. and i was like hang on a minute like he, he was trying to agree with me but then blame her and i said hang on a minute i know that you guys are a like a, 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 a franchise gym and you have uh processes that you need to follow and here's how you would get my loyalty. I actually said, you guys need a consultant to come through here and help you with your customer service because it's so atrocious. Like mm. I said, I'm borderline ready to walk out. And that's when he blamed her. And I was like, "One, no, man. She's been amazing. She's the only reason that I'm still standing here because at least she's been polite. Mm. <laughs> well, and anyway, he, he saw the writing on the wall. He got the hell out of there. But, you know, like that it would be an example of a CEO and an organisation that has really trashed um you know customer service mm. strategies whereas hideaway and that girl and mm -hmm. the business that that girl worked at mm. had great ones and <clears throat> you know Andy Frisilla has great ones mm. like we've spoken about him so much we're loyal subscribers mm. to his podcast mm -hmm. you know i've bought from this shirt is Andy Frisilla's actually that's it's and, you know i'm wearing his gear if you can see it on uh youtube but I bought his and I paid extra money to get it shipped to Australia. And he's appreciated that. And I'm not saying Andy Priscilla's there writing out handwritten notes to everyone, but he's got staff members that actually hand write mm. a thank you and then show how much they appreciate us. And like, if there's anything that they um, can do to help mm -hmm. make us better, like let them know. And I did have a problem the first time I got something sent over and they just solved it. You know, it got like, so think about it. It cost, mm -hmm um to get it delivered to me like 40 bucks postage it was mm. like 40 bucks american postage and <clears throat> because there was a error with the post it actually got sent all the way back oh, no. and they just so they so they were out 40 40 and then they sent back it they sent it back at their cost so there's no way they were making money on that mm. but i've bought more shirts since then mm. 
their products were really great. Like their children's books. I got the children's books for my, my kids and they are so great. That's awesome. And I was like, so that's the level. Of, and there was no making me wrong. You know, mm-hmm. like I could have been wrong, but they wouldn't have made me feel wrong. They just sorted it out. And you listen to his podcast and we, you know, this is customer service. Like mm. he's got a business partner out of it. And we're on the other side of the world and we're talking about his business and his podcasts and his service and his children's books because he gave great customer service. And I, I want the listeners to understand how powerful that is. And just how powerful the opposite is because everyone <clears throat> has access to social media and people love jumping on bandwagons, especially when it's <laughs> negative. So you make one wrong move and, you know, and be a jerk. A lot of people are going to know really quickly. Like yep. it's not like the old days where you'd have to write a letter to the paper and then eventually you'd meet people at the club and the community meetings and you'd eventually get the word out that, Hey, that shop, give shitty service it's instantaneous now and you can just you know it takes you a lifetime to get a great reputation and you can lose it overnight in one second just if you make a wrong move and you're being a jerk yeah and this is how the podcast topic came up today actually because yesterday i got shitty customer service and i'm sick of it i'm sick of getting people that are just hating on life or hate hating their jobs and like, guys, you, you're vibrating really low and you're bringing the rest of us down with you. So cut it out. <laughs> but I was on a flight yesterday, Joel, and um, and it was with um, with a regional airline. And fair enough, this lady's trying to do a job. But there was a few things, like, that I wasn't aware of that I got in trouble for and I was made to feel like I was the naughty kid in class at school. <laughs> And then my three-year-old son was busting for the bathroom. Um, we are waiting for the turbulence to stop. And then we heard the ding. And when you hear the ding, usually the light goes off for the belt. But we just heard the ding, didn't even look up to see if the belt light was on. Took him to the bathroom and then got in trouble again on the announcer, on the mic. This is a small plane, by the way. On the uh, microphone, we got in trouble. And then that wasn't enough. Then... halfway through the flight she had to come over and give us another serve of you know how our son could have cracked his head and broken his neck and all this stuff and blah blah blah. anyway we were made to feel really really bad very very wrong it was done in a condescending way um and i know joel's going to ask me you know are you going to fly with them again probably not (laughs) they've probably just lost thousands of dollars because I don't want to fly with them again just because of this one lady's reaction and I had to bite my tongue. And um, we were talking before this and Joel was like, how did you remain so calm and not say anything? And it took all my power because usually in those situations I would try and, you know, correct the other person. So but how, how many times a year do you fly? Oh, at least like once a month, you once, know, once a month. Like, yeah, yeah. Maybe more. Yeah. Probably more at some times. And, mm. uh, and, also, how many people do you know? Oh, thousands. Thousands. Like I'd say tens of thousands, yeah. to be honest. Like yeah. you are a, you're a world-class speaker. Yeah. You speak on stages all across the mm-hmm. planet mm-hmm. and um, you do a lot of traveling. So it's probably going to come up. Who do you use? Mm-hmm. And you are not going to recommend that person or that, yeah. that, that, that airline. And um, yeah, people will listen to you because you've got influence. Like that's crazy that that, that, business has done that and you just never know who you're speaking to exactly right you never never know know who you're speaking to 
Now, on the flip side of that, um, before we started the podcast today, I was telling Joel about this young guy in a local Woolworths where I live who just loves his job as a checkout, what do you call them, checkout person. And people in the supermarket, so customers line up in his lane to get his service. Like people are willing to wait to get his... um, to get his attention and he knows their names. He, um, he's so polite. He's so friendly. He's vibrating at a much higher level to everybody else. It makes everyone else in the shop look really crap actually. Um, now I actually haven't been through his, it's, he's always so busy. So it's so hard to get, who, who says that about a Woolworths checkout person? No one ever. Like, you know, it's so hard to get eye contact from some of them these days. But I actually met this guy's mum, didn't even know it was his mum, and she just mentioned that her son works at this Woolworths. And I was like, oh, wouldn't happen to be that tall, you know, such and such guy. He's so happy and he's like people line. And she goes, yeah, that's my son. I'm like, oh, my goodness, you've raised an incredible young man. But that's the flip side. Like that, people would look at, um, you know, a checkout job as being really monotonous and, you know, it's probably people's, probably not everyone's dream job and it would be really great, like, easy for people to play at that smaller level but this guy just explodes and lights up your day and makes you feel so special and so good about yourself um and that's what i think if you're in any kind of business or any kind of service role where you're in contact with people that's your opportunity to really make someone's day and to really lift the vibration of the planet this is how we do it guys by acting kind respectful, giving the eye contact, delivering that customer care, asking people, how's your day going? It could just be as simple as that. Someone who is depressed or anxious or, you know, having a really bad day, you've got the opportunity to turn that person's day around, you know, with just some simple acts of kindness. And it doesn't have to be much, does it? Yeah. And and to get real business, like business about this, the customer you are being rude to is paying your wage. Remember that Mm. if that till doesn't ring, you don't get a paycheck at the end of the week. Mm. So you best be looking after your customers because they're how you pay your mortgage. You know, like it doesn't matter if it's a service or anything like that. You know, you need to don't, don't go around trying to burn bridges. Don't you, because you've got to be in your bonnet because you've had a bad day. You need to put that stuff to bed and still remember, you know, the hand that feeds you like don't bite it Mm. (laughs) because you know, that, how long do you think that airline could continue like that? If it's if it, if that became the norm, it, it will go under. <laughs> you know, I could not mm-hmm. have co- I would not have a coaching business. Mm-hmm. I would not have had a. I would never have built my supermarkets because I really I had sh- I had a shitty store. I <laughs> I didn't have any stock. I couldn't afford to buy a stock. I was really 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 new. I didn't know what I was doing. All I knew was how to make people's day yep. and remember, like learn their damn names, <laughs> learn their names. If you can't learn names, find a strategy. So like when you get a, 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 a card from a supermarket, what do you think it's for? Do you think it's actually to give you points? Do you think it's actually to create um, some, <laughs> like give you stuff? Do you actually think it's to get you to come back? It's actually, when it's used properly, used so the checkout person can swipe your card and they know your name. 
because your name is the most important. Your name is your most important word. It's the most powerful word in your life. So if I say, hey, mate, how are you going? Or I go, hey, Christine, great to see you. You're like, you, you won't even know why you want to come back. You're going to be attracted to the store. And that's the same thing. So find a strategy. So when I, like, like I do a lot of coaching calls, I meet new people all the time. I write their name down because I know it's like it's important to me to be a good person to them and leave them in a better position than I found them. Whether they shop with me or not, whether they um, become a client or not, that that's irrelevant. Um, but yeah, you want to get their name right. So, you know, I've got a strategy. I write their name down because like sometimes shit happens. You can get busy. You can be like, things running over in your mm. mind but it really comes back to how can you use a strategy to be present mm. for them like you were saying before that, mm. that that young girl was for you so they're, they're saying your name now when they scan your boarding pass on some <coughs> airlines you know thank you joel there's your ticket you know so it does it makes a massive difference just by hearing your name it's your name it's can, a, you, it's can you tell the um the listeners about what you're telling me about restaurants like how yeah. um okay yeah so um I was watching this uh, guy, he's a high level business coach and he was sharing uh, how he helps really change businesses for, for the better, explode their uh, bottom line and top line. And he actually, he knows his numbers, he knows the statistics. So uh, at a restaurant, and this would transfer into your business as well, um, the first time someone comes in, there's a 40% chance that they're going to come a second time. And when they come the second time, there's a 42% chance that they're going to come a third time. And when they come the third time, there's a 70% chance that they're going to come back a fourth time. And once they're a fourth time uh, return customer, you've got them. And like, I don't mean you've got them, you've got them. I mean like, hey, they're a loyal customer. You best be looking after them. You've done a good job. You've done a great job. They want to come back. So they, it's, a, it's a habit for them, right? <clears throat> so... What this guy does to make this happen, to, to, to sort of raise those percentages, is he, when they're a brand new customer, he identifies them and he says, instead of using a white napkin, use a red napkin. And that's a signal to your entire staff that, hey, this person's a first time customer. We need to like, we need to turn it up. We want them coming back. And at the end of that, he comes up, at the end of their meal, he comes, like, obviously he looks after them, you know, water, like bread's free, all that kind of stuff. Gives them the extra, you know, he comes up and he goes, hey, like, how did you enjoy the ribs? How did you enjoy your meal? Whatever it is. And they, like, they've been given great service. So they're going to be like, oh my God, this was amazing. How great was this? And what he does, he goes, hey, look, if you love the ribs, you've got to try the chicken next time. And he takes out a card out of his pocket and he hand writes on 20% off the next, off the chicken next time you come. So what does that do? He says, hand this to the, the, the front desk when you walk in the counter, when you come in and you're going to get this, it's, it's from me, from the, from the manager or from the, the head waiter. What that does is like they come in and as soon as they hand it to the front counter, the staff knows that they're a second time customer. <clears throat> so they, blah, blah, they, they go through the meal, they give this great service, like which they're going to be giving to their, all their customers, but you know, they turn the dial up a bit. At the end of this, he goes, how was the chicken? Were you full? And he says, he makes sure that they get really full, mm -hmm. really fill them up. He goes, oh, look, I know you're full now, but 
next time you come in, you got to just try the cheesecake. And he gets his pen out again and gets his card out and he goes, next time you come in, the cheesecake is on the house. It's out. It's on me. Just come in, free cheesecake. So then that's the third visit taken care of. And like, can you see like mm-hmm. for probably about $6, $10, you've actually raised the number and the, the likelihood of these people coming back. <clears throat> now, Gary Vee had another strategy. He said, so this is how you do it in the, 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 the digital world. And the same sort of thing. And he said, what he does is he goes into restaurants or businesses and he finds, if it was a restaurant, he'd say, he'd go down and he'd search the area that they're in. And he'd find people that um, are visiting the area or live in the area that have reasonable followings. So he said, like, in the last 45 minutes, there's been 20, 28 posts about the Gold Coast. He found someone that had a, like a reasonably high following, so he had 3,000 people following them. And he reached out to them with direct message and say, hey, listen, pleased to meet you. See that you've, you're visiting the Gold Coast or... And, We'd love to, we love our tourists uh, in our business and we'd love to give you a 20% discount on your meal if you come in. Now, this is all about understanding behavior of customers, right? So this is pretty tactical, right? What's the likelihood that an influencer on Instagram is going to come in, eat the food and then not take photos of the food and plaster it to their 3,000 or 10,000 followers and tag where they're at? Now, when they come in, you'd be doing the whole first-time customer thing and really over-deliver for them. And listen, over-deliver for all your customers. We're not saying, hey, you know, don't, don't over-deliver for your customers, but can you, can you see how this could so work simple. for your gym, it could work for your coaching business, this could work for <clears throat> so many things. And it's just, it's just a way of marketing. Mm. And, like, what are you losing? 20% on a meal and that could cost you what, 10, 20 bucks, whatever it costs you. But then you could, that goes out to 10, 20, 30, 40, 50, hundreds of thousands of people. And you could create a real wave. Like I'm, like that ripple effect could be crazy. And you only need one crazy influencer to say that you're freaking yeah. awesome. And you, and you got it. Like, and you, you're a crazy influencer. You could say anything you say that's great, people are going to go to. I do love taking a photo of food, by the way. And this is why your food has to look good because people will take a photo of it, like myself, and we'll put it out there to the world. And if it tastes amazing, like, oh, uh, yeah. Like, well, you loved Hideaway and Hideaway got a plug on this they did. They got a plug, and um, and while we're here on the Gold Coast, we're only here for two weeks. We'll guess where we're going? We're going to Hideaway, and hopefully Taylor's on that night, and uh, we'll tell have a listen old, to the podcast. Good old chat. I will tell you to listen to the podcast, but more so, I um, Kylie Foster. Hey, Kylie, she's a massive uh, Hideaway fan as well. She's never lived on the Gold Coast, but every time she comes, she goes there, and then. I told her about Taylor. So then Taylor and her are having a conversation when she went to Hideaway about me. <laughs> and it's just had this massive ripple effect. Now, they've got a couple of tailors that work there. So this is the male tailor. I think the other tailors are female. So, um, it's all good. But they're, they're all amazing. They're all amazing. They just make you feel so welcome there. But um, I lost my train of thought. But um, I wanted to share a few, well, I suppose the downside of it, I guess. like, And really owning it when you give shit customer care. Okay. And I've done that before where I've, it's not that so much that I've given bad customer care. It's just that I've stopped doing any customer care, customer service, stopped providing it. So I think if that happens, or if you're in a business right now, um, I think you've got to own it and just 
go, you know what, I've messed up. And what I did for my customers, Joel, was I actually sent them a personal video message each to each of them just to say, hey guys, like, I'm so sorry, I really dropped the ball with my customer care. Um, it's not the standard that I wanted to uphold. I let life get in the way, blah, 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 but I'm back and I'm ready to deliver. And if there's anything that I can do to make your experience, um, you know, excel your experience, then I would absolutely love to be able to do that, you know? And the messages that I got back from that going, no, Christine, like you've been amazing. Like, cause I still sent random things now and then, like I've got eBooks and things like that. Um, but it, it still wasn't the standard that I wanted to do, but they all came back. So, um, you know, so, um, well received from that message. And they were like, no, I think you, you know, you've been very hard on yourself and everything like that. But since, yeah, since I've taken my customer account to that next level, they've also loved that as well. So all the extra personal touches and things like that. So if you have screwed up or if you've said the wrong thing, or if you've stopped doing the customer caring, just own it guys and let them know. And um, they're going to respect you so much more because you took the higher ground because you were honest and transparent and you didn't try and hide it. Yeah. Um, and Joel and I, we stuffed up big time today in one of our businesses. Yeah, we did. And I was thinking of all these excuses, how we could hide it. And then Joel's like, we got to own this. Like, we've got to take responsibility. We totally dropped the ball on this one. And it wasn't even that bad. It wasn't a big, it wasn't it wasn't a big, a big thing. It just, we didn't market and let, remind people that we had uh, value to provide that was yep. going to cost them nothing. Yep. Like, just a bit of their time. <laughs> and we just, we, we got there and... It fell through the cracks and you know what's great about this well now we just have to put a system in so that doesn't happen again mm. and we don't like let our let our customers down let our clients down that was yeah i and we can put it on we we own it and we just say yeah you know and we're publicly saying we're not perfect by saying this on the podcast and i'm super proud of uh both of us actually mm. for saying it because we could have just mm. like acted like we're perfect like so many people out there but mm. you know you make mistakes you're not meaning it. You don't, mm. you know, and look, is the customer always right? Do you believe that? They're not always right, but you don't want to ever make them feel wrong. Mm. If that makes sense. You know yeah. what I mean? It's, it's not always an argument that's worth mm. uh, winning, you know? So like something like, look, you, you gotta, there, there is a point for me where I would stand my ground and just go, well, like, you know, whatever <laughs> like it's just like I can't, I can't go down this road any further because it, it actually makes no sense at all like I've, I've had in my younger days and I wasn't as awakened or as patient as I am now but I still had to find a way like okay how and I would ask questions like okay because like your staff can make um comments that actually make it worse mm -hmm. so you can't like I I would have and they're not they're just some of them were kids I didn't know what to say so you get called up because you're the manager <laughs> you get called up and you've got to handle it. And you know, what most people want is to be heard. Yeah. They want to be heard. So I'm going to go out on a, on a, on a pretty big rant. Now, if you are a business and you think you're so big that you can't be gotten on the phone, like by a, by, by someone who wants to make a complaint, like you think about it by the time you're ready to ring your telco about your, like dissatisfaction with their like are you are you happy are you just like ring up and say hey like you are already irate mm. to ring to ring up and complain like people want to be able to make complaints on the phone because they want to be heard mm. 
So don't block them. Don't be like these big businesses and companies that make it really difficult to do that. You'll find that once you, if you, if you lose the plot there and you get them on there and they can't get through to you, they're going to go to social media straight away and absolutely tear you an absolute new one. So make it, make it easy <laughs> to, to, for people to complain to you and then ask them, okay, so like, like, how do you see this? Like, what, what do you see this? How, how do you see this going? Like, what, how do we make this better for both of us? Like, and, and, and like you said before, own it. Mm. You know, how do, how do we see this? Like, you can't, like, there's going to be customers that are completely unreasonable. Let's say, I want to your car or <laughs> something <laughs> like that. They're not right. <laughs> They're not right there. Like, believe me, you can have some crazy, like, requests, but, you know, at, at the same time, so you've got to stand your ground when it's that crazy, when oh, it's, like, absolutely. that level crazy. But, yeah, yeah. like, at the, at the end of the day, like, people just want to be heard in a planet mm-hmm. where people are increasingly just looking on the on the phone that's why the girls at the checkout the young girls that are like at the Woolworths checkout don't make eye contact because i bet you if you did a facetime they could do it it's just they're just not used to it it's not their fault it's just the world we live in now true so like and i think that because Woolworths is so big maybe they fall through the cracks maybe they don't get trained correctly maybe they don't so like um, I know the sort of person you are. You'd actually, like, make them do it. You'd find a way to ask them questions to get them, like, you know, open up a bit. But you know what I'm saying? Like, There's nothing I love more than a cranky checkout chick because I go over the top with my niceness. <laughs> I try and make them smile or just laugh or something. Like, I, I turn it around and, like, I'm going to make this person's day. This person's having a shit day. If they can't even look at me and ask me how I am, then I'm just going to be over the top nice. So look out for those people that come across me. You know, but it's it's so true though what you were saying. Yeah, like and and no one is actually like very few times will you come across someone who's actually an asshole. Hmm. How do you know that that person that is ringing up to complain to you or is having a go at you? How do you know that their dog didn't die this morning? How do you know that that's actually what they're angry at? So like. I'm not saying you've got to be a doormat. Like, don't be a doormat. But at the same time, like, you just got to really don't don't make decisions based on emotion. Like, make it judge on feeling. Feel okay. What's this really about? You know what I mean? Absolutely. And, and like, why why are like we we used to have people tell us to argue the point over like some cherries when I'd sell cherries, and I'd be like, they they come in, they'd be complaining like. They'd walk me up the front to complain about the cherries and I'd be like, just take some new cherries. I apologise. They didn't last like 25 days in your refrigerator. <laughs> the $2 that I'm going to be out, like wasn't worth, like I was getting paid more than $2 yeah, to, to walk up there, you know, I just take it. Like I didn't yeah. care. Like, so yeah. Yeah. I know. It's crazy. It's, it, it, yeah, and there are the there's the odd few, but most people have a good heart. Most people want to do the right thing. Um, just like there's eight assholes in the world, and you might have just met all eight of them in one week. <laughs> but when you were saying that about you know someone's dog might have died, or you know it actually happened to me in America um, a couple of years ago when I was there. This lady was giving me such crappy service, right? So I went in, 
and I was trying to be over the top nice. And then I actually asked her, you know, is everything okay? And she said, my daughter's school I've just has just rung me to say there's a uh, someone with a gun at the school. Like mm. it, and this was just after all those school shootings and stuff like that. And she couldn't get off work to go and be there. They wouldn't let her go. So of course she's giving crappy customer care because she's worried about her kid at this school. But I I could actually read it enough to go, hey, hang on a second, are you okay? You know. And then when she told me that, I was like, oh my goodness, like we really are in America. Like this is crazy. Like, um, so yeah, you just never know. Like there's sometimes there's something deeper there um, to why you're receiving you know, poor customer care. So don't always sort of take that face value. Um, I wanted to mention JT Fox, like JT Fox. Um, some people really, really love him. Some people really, really hate him. Uh, he is a very wealthy businessman and coach. Um, and he has this really simple process of armbands, you know, like the plastic, uh, rubber armbands that you get. And, um, so he has a system kind of like the restaurant system. So when someone's brand new, they get a certain color, band but he's got this whole concept of you know once you're once you're a client you're wherever you come in within the jt fox business you're part of the family okay and people want and they wear them with pride so when you've got a certain color that's because you're like a lifetimer like you're you're rocking up to all his events like you get to go to his events for free and you've been to his house and you know all this stuff and People know that when they're looking around that room and you've got that band on, wow, you've been to JT's house. Wow, you do personal coat. Like, and some of them wear like five or six of them. They're all, all different colored, all color coded. Now for the coaches and for JT, when he's scanning the room, he can see who's new based on the armband. He can see who's a first time client. He can see the people that have been to his house, the, the people that have been with him for years. And I just think that's such a smart strategy um, and he does it with the ties as well. And Joel's actually got one of his ties. I do. He and signed, he signed it. He signed it. And um, that was after he actually called me out over the microphone for not signing up to his thing. He basically called me a loser. <laughs> In front of everyone. That was like one of my first events that I ever went to. And he just, yeah, he, like, I think because he could see I was close to signing up. And like, I think he just wanted to give me the extra push. Like, I, like, I don't know what a grudge. It just doesn't, like, that yeah. doesn't help anything. But, you know, he's, he seems to be successful and look i just went down another path but like yeah it, it was funny because like it was you know i ended up i ended up getting the tie i got someone else to go buy it for me and then because like ironically he said whoever buys the tie you get the photo with them and then he called me out and i got someone else to buy the tie because i was like bugger you don't call me out in front of everyone and i got the tie and he's got this photo and he's fixing it up for me he's like he took it he took it all as a joke it was his first time in australia actually yeah, right. It's like a couple of years. It's like all my memories are coming up about it. Yeah, now. like yeah. So I was like That's pretty funny. cool. But yeah, it was he a- he um he doesn't mind if he offends that guy. He just says what he thinks, and good on him. I love that. I love that he's yeah. But you say what you think. You, you know, like you, do. you know, like be be. People will not like it, and then there will be people out there just like you that will like it, and you'll attract your tribe, and that's how you attract like loyal followers. You don't need you don't need to be like Tony Robbins and have millions of followers. If you like, I've read statistics that show that if you have a thousand like true followers that, you know, and what a true follower is like a raving fan Mm. that will basically, as soon as you put up a program, they buy it. Mm. You need a thousand of them and you're, you're financially free and then some, 
Mm. You know, like you only got like and check the strategy out. Go look at the successful coaches on the planet. They don't have everyone. They just have their tribe. Like, so I, I can see successful coaches out there that I don't agree with, but they've got their tribe, mm. the people that do mm-hmm. agree with. And the same in like, even in network marketing, you mm-hmm. see some, like there, there's really, really successful people in MLM that are just have like 20 to 30 year old girls that don't have kids. Mm. It's specific. And they're speaking to those girls and I could like, I could like, promise gold plated Bentleys and they're not going to want to come with me. Mm-hmm. But then I'm not trying to market I them. would. Can I have a gold plated Bentley? But you're not a 20 year old girl <laughs> that has no kids. <laughs> I look like I'm 20 year old. Look at this face. Oh, I get that. I get that. But you know what I'm saying? Um, yeah. You, you know, ultimately like getting people in is, is one thing and then getting them to stay is another and that's customer service. Like yep. you really, it's, you know, I, I was talking to my business coach the other day and he said, look, it's all well and good to have awesome Instagram pics, the look, look the part. But once you get people into your programs and everything like that, um, like if you don't have, you don't have the goods, you're dead in the water right there. Yeah. So you just so got to like, that's why what we do with our, our business is successful because we've got the goods as well. We're actually, <clears throat> we're the other way around. We're working on the pretty Instagram pics, not the other way around. We built the business first, which um, is another podcast. But yeah, that's what I do. So like tips, like any any final tips? Like have you got any? Look, a lot of people are probably listening to this going, I just don't have the funds for a big customer care budget and you don't need it. You really don't. A handwritten note. Um, I just got, um, I think Canva actually printed for me. So I, I, I got a thank you note. Uh, it's kind of like a postcard. So it's a picture of me on there. Um, just th- like, I think it says, thank you on the front. And then on the back, I hand write a note to the guests that come on my podcast, my other podcast, um, to say, thank you very much. And it's handwritten, it's personal. And I send them a little gift. Um, it could just be a follow up call guys. Like whether like check in with your customer, are they happy with the product? Are they happy with the service? Um, you know, last week's podcast, I spoke about the, the chick that did my eyebrows and lashes. I wasn't hundred percent happy, but the follow-up service that the manager gave me through a text message has made me go, you know what? I'll, I'll probably go back to them, you know, because who does that? Like when you go and get a, a product or a service, no one's sending a text message to follow up to see if you're, if you're happy with it. Okay. So, um, an inspirational quote, why don't you send out your clients an inspirational quote? via a text message or on Facebook or send them a voice message or a video message so they can actually see you. Um, there's an app out there called Dub Smash where you can record um, funny personalized birthday messages for people. And um, it's not your voice, but you mime it. And that's awesome customer service, you know, little funny things like that. Um, and then you've got like, I, um, for my long-term clients that have been with me for over 12 months, I send an ecological um, gift at the 12-month mark. So it could be like a bamboo toothbrush. It could be like a reusable straw. It could be like, these are all things that are amazing for the planet. Um, You don't have to have a big budget for. It's easy to post, nice and cheap, doesn't weigh much. So these are just all simple things. Um, You know, um, when people hit their 50th, 
I love, or their 40th, I love to give um, bamboo watches, send them a bamboo watch, you know. They, these are not that expensive, but it's something different. Not everyone has a wooden watch, you know, and I, things like that. So, I don't know, what are your tips? What, what are well, some things that you've like done? What I received on the, like, I went to an event on the weekend and I got a, I got a, a, an award, like I got a, like an award certificate. I got to pick out of a lucky dip and I pulled out a, a gratitude book like, oh. so, and it's really great, great for mm. kids. Like I'm grateful for my body. I'm grateful for all this. It's really simple. And then I got handed out uh, a candle and this is the one I, I want to speak about. Like I want, I, I got a candle with the word hashtag empower on it. Now that candle probably cost like, I don't know what a candles cost like, like, like not the super expensive ones. I mean, like mm. ones that you might, you might've got that from like big W. Yeah, like 10 bucks or something. I don't know, maybe oh, less. I reckon it was less. Yeah, yeah. I reckon, honestly, less. And then what's the stencil with sparkly word empowering? Now, listen, I, mm. it, was, it was for network marketing, so it was directed at women and I have a wife, so I got one, okay? So, but the fact that that, like that didn't just go in the bin. Mm. That's at my house and like if I, like I would if I wasn't on camera, I would have gone and got it and, mm-hmm. and shown you guys like, and I'm talking about it now and I remember who gave it to me and I like, you see, and like I'm most likely never going to be a customer of this person, but I'm damn sure going to refer them mm. if someone is a customer, a potential customer. And just the fact that they, they gave that out to everyone and, you know, is it, amazing. Now think about this, like when you get a generic thank you card, like where, do, like or a generic mm. anything, mm. it's just printed out. Where where does it go? Probably probably, trash. In, probably goes in the trash, right? But what happens if someone handwrites you, uh, like that's important? You handwrites you a and does it on a postcard, and, and shows like a photo of where they are. It makes it really personal. My guess is that's the kind of thing that ends up staying in your drawer for years. Mm. See, there's a difference. Like if you make it personal, like it's. Yep and you put some feeling into it. It's not just like, so like for our business, we, we write out mm. like welcome cards. We, we deliver uh, toolboxes. So what, not, not with spanners <laughs> in it, like literally like we send out books with nice pens with a uh, welcome to the, and congratulation card. And, you know, really showing them appreciation, showing them like who, who does that? Mm. Like a nice pen. Like you want, if you're coaching with us, we want you to write it in a great book with a nice pen. Mm. So you're going, oh, wow. Now, where's that book going to be? Even if it was shelf development, it's going to go on your bookshelf. It's not going to go in the bin, right? Whereas like some of the exercise books and if you yeah. were just to write an A4 paper, like, yeah. like, like if you didn't have that book, you'd probably write, if you really rushed to get on the call, mm. which sometimes people are, clients do, mm. they're going to write it on, paper and then where's the paper go yep yeah see and then Mm. just it's a it's a ripple effect guys that's something scott demoulin did wasn't it like we went to one of scott demoulin's um events and he had handwritten we we bought the hot seats and he hand wrote in the journals um you know congratulations and for being here and investing in yourself or whatever it was and it was personalized and it was just Mm. it was just a nice little touch wasn't it and do you know speaking of scott demoulin Remember when he followed us up 
He wasn't following us up, hey, come and buy my next program. He was following up because he knew we're in the health and wellness business with articles he found that he thought would be helpful to our business. Mm -hmm. That's how he emailed it to you, Linda, and myself. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Like that guy is a multi-millionaire coach that's been around the best in the business. He coaches the best in the business, big names that you would all know. And he's taken their careers to the stratosphere. And that's how, that's how he does it. He follows up people like us. Yep. We're not like the, the top of the, the chain yet. Mm -hmm. Our content is. But from context, we're certainly not successful in the league of Tony Robbins and mm -hmm. Eric Worries and all that kind of stuff. But he followed us up like that. What if you followed up your clients and your customers with stuff that's important to them? Like that's... It's not hard. That's key. I love that you just said that because I was just thinking of something um, like if you don't know your customers, I think this is something that JT said, like someone gave him um, a bottle of wine and he doesn't drink wine. And then someone gave him some, um, some chocolates or biscuits or something. He's gluten intolerant. He doesn't do dairy. He doesn't. And all the, this thing, this gift um, their heart was in the right place. But if they had have taken the time to actually really know him, they would have known that that could have made him really sick. And it's the same like with us, isn't it? Like I know I'm not going to buy Joel a bottle of wine. He doesn't drink wine, you know. Um, a gift that you gave me actually was one of the best gifts I've ever had. Um, Joel knows one of my branding is Fit, Fearless and Free. And him and Vicky gave me um, three candles, Fit written on one fearless on another and free on another. And I, they're still too good to use. I don't know what's going to happen. They'll be like a family heirloom or something. Um, but that's taking the time to get to know somebody. And I think that's crucial. Um, Simon Chan, I was Simon Chan's MC recently and he sent me a gift and he said, Christine, I saw you sitting in the back of the room taking notes. I thought I'd send you this, um, this notebook. And it was beautiful. It was like a, I don't know, like a brown leather one with the tree of life on the front. And it was just beautiful, handwritten note. Um, Simon Chen is amazing, by the way. If anyone wants customer service tips, he personally sends people a video, sings happy birthday to them and sends it to you on your birthday, uses your name. Um, if he's doing a Facebook Live and he sees you jumping on, he uses your name. Hey, great, Christine, great to see you on here. Um, handwritten notes, thank you notes, like he's very big on that. And we, what Joel and I do is we learn from these people and then that forces us to lift our game. We're seeing what goes on and we implement it and that makes us play at a higher level as well. So if you're listening to this podcast and you're thinking, oh my God, I've got so much to do, just start with one thing. Don't try and implement everything that we've given you today. But I hope that what you've done from this podcast is gone, you know what? There's room for improvement. And you can implement one or two things that we've spoken about that is going to improve your bottom line, that's going to help you make more people's days. I don't even know if I said that right. But that affects your branding. What are people saying about you behind your back, about your business behind your back? Um, there's an incredible um, tire guy where we live in Albury. I think it's Sunday Tires. Um, and what he does, I haven't even used him yet, but I'm going to next time I need tires on my car. My mum couldn't read um, the, the tire code. She didn't know what kind of tires she needed. So he came out to her house, 
took a look. He goes, yep, I, I'll have to order these in Wendy. Um, but what I'll do is I'll come back and you give me a day that suits you and I'll pick your car up. I'll take it in. I'll change the tires. And that's what he did. So he came back again, left his car there, took her car, changed the tires, brought it back. And it was, and he just said, when are you, are you okay with computers? Are you fairly computer savvy? She said, oh, I'm not too bad. Cause I can, you can just pay right now if you want on this device. And she just put all the details in. It was done like that. There was no fluffing around with invoices or anything. And my mom has gone and told thousands of people already, like on social media. I said, mom, you can actually help his business. If you jump on Facebook, share it, go to his Facebook page, leave a review like that. And she couldn't believe that that's, it was that easy for her to promote his business. So she's gone to do that. Then she's told all her friends in this gated community where she lives and there's like 300 residents. She's told them all where to go to get their tires. So that's, it doesn't take a lot for him to jump in the car and come out and measure up her tires and find out so that he gets the correct ones in. It probably, yeah, it was probably 10, 15 minutes out of his day. Cost him a little bit in petrol, but look what's happened. Look at that ripple effect. That's going above and beyond. And, and like, did, what did price become part of the equation with your mum then when that level of service was given it didn't but she you know what she said she's like oh i'm a pensioner and he goes you know what wendy let's round it down to the nearest hundred so we took off an extra 20 bucks or whatever i don't know and you're charging that to marketing not as an expense out of your pocket that that will create a ripple effect of like thousands of dollars so that 20 bucks and that time you know, that's... I'm going that's to amazing. use this guy. Yeah. He sounds amazing. I want to drive down there and get my tyres changed. It's so good. Yeah. And, he, and once again, we're on a podcast with thousands of people listening that are now knowing about this guy. You know what I mean? Like, it's, mm -hmm. it's, like it's happening live. It's actually happening live on the, on the podcast. It's yeah. crazy. It is crazy. See the power of customer service. Guys. Get stuck into it. And, I hope we get heaps of customer service when we go to restaurants. We get extra food now, so people get a shout out on our podcast. You know what? Like, I'm just thinking, like, we're, send us your gifts. Yeah, I'm thinking. Oh my god! Like, we should send this to Hideaway, and they will invite us for dinner. And do we get a free dinner? Oh, yeah, yeah. They will really give a shout Honestly, out. Honestly, that's not what it's about, though, guys. But literally, like, we could all be doing better. You know, we really can. No one's got. No one's got a down pat. No. Um, but just if you're not implementing what you're learning out there, if you're not even aware um, of these opportunities for learning and implementing, then, you know, you're not going to be successful. Um, if we see something in another business, so, someone doing something better than we're doing, it, we don't feel bad. We don't feel jealous. We congratulate them. And then it makes us lift our game. And if you can have that mindset <laughs> and you, Honestly, you're on your way because it might be just that one degree of change, that one thing that you implement that changes the whole direction of your business and, and that whole bottom line. And, and that's where customer service going above and beyond for people can, can yeah, but turn you from earning thousands to millions. That's absolutely true. The idea of sending the book out with a nice pen was because I got that when I coached with Kirk Ashley. Mm. The, the handwritten letter, like it's not something new. But when I received it from Andy Priscilla, I was just like, wow, this is so awesome. Look, Christine. And she's like, oh, we should do that for our business. I'm like, absolutely. What a great idea. It's like what we are happy with, we've implemented into our business and it works. And you know what? Even if someone was to not like be totally happy with the product, if we're good at the customer service, like 
and we have to part ways like it's on good terms. There's no like negativity, negative mm-hmm. energy. We're not chasing down because, you know, negative energy is 10 times heavier at least than positive energy. So while you're trying to hold onto that negative energy and you're arguing with this customer, you probably are missing 10 new ones coming into you because like the positive ones are 10, like it's 10, it's 10 to one. So That's yeah, it. it's crazy. Don't, don't mess with the numbers. That's it. Well, we, I, I think our listeners got lots of value from this. I got value from it. It makes me want to up my game again. Yeah, I'm, I'm actually <laughs> thinking the same thing. I want to up my game. So yeah. If you have any ideas, anything that's worked for you, like send us a, send us a message. Like you can find us on social media. You can find us on YouTube uh, under the Boss Talks uh, logo and on the Boss Talks channel. Uh, on Instagram you know, now. Instagram. Absolutely. And we need to give Val a shout out. Oh, Valerie. Like, Val I'm, Gamer. Seriously, I've been shouting her out all day. Like, I'm not joking. I did calls before this. I'm like, follow this girl, follow this woman. Right before I was talking to you. Yes, like, yes. I'm like, I'm a fan from one call. And she has just been so kind to our, our podcast. She's seen what's worked for other podcasts. She's helped other podcasters. And she's just come out of the woodwork. She's received no financial value from helping us at all. She's just a kind hearted person. And if you're not following her on Instagram, you should be Val Gamer. She's winning, right? She's winning. She's She's winning winning in life. life. She's aligned and in flow and very creative. And she's amazing. Amazing, amazing soul. So thank you, Val. You are incredible. And thank you to all our listeners, all our loyal listeners. The messages are still coming in every week. We love reading them. We love receiving them. Um, make sure you give us a rating. If you're loving these podcasts, give us a rating of five and uh, leave a review, good, bad, or ugly. We don't mind. Um, but again, congratulations for, for making it this far through the podcast and listening to us. Once again, we have a lot of fun doing these and so glad to be here in person, Joel. In person. On the Gold Coast. Amazing. Much, <laughs> Gold much Coast, yes. <laughs> have a outstanding day. <laughs> Bye. Damn. Uh. Yeah.